0: I don't care what anybody says, I love that intro. (laughs) Welcome into the Pucknologist episode 87 here on Teal Town USA and stick taps today to Puck Guy and Chris JWS. Uh, Five years ago today, we evidently, I barely remember, but did our first, back when it was Pucknology, did our first, very first episode back when we were literally the only ones doing video, the only, basically the second Sharks podcast and now Everybody's got one. In fact, I'm feeling anxious enough. Might just start another Sharks podcast later this week. See what happens. Roll, rolling with me tonight, Rocket Backhander.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I occupy your, your, your happiest dreams and your worst nightmares. I am Rocket Backhander. I love you all.
2: And Hockey Jerk. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you there on the intro song. Uh oh, Jesus. I <laughs> oh, I think we should spend 20 minutes talking about this. No, I'm just know, kidding.
1: I I think that it should be dirt it should be sandstorm.
0: Ooh, I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> or
2: we could have let's Landy we could, we could have Landy play us something on the guitar. Uh, depends on how much type i give him.
0: All right, let's go. Uh <laughs> if you love us on the social, you can find us there. Ah, Teal Town USA is everywhere so go find us and remember every once in a while we kind of jump on that discord and, and, and sometimes take you well into the night let me let you know and uh, don't forget if you miss any of our shows you can always find them on your favorite podcatcher and on YouTube so uh, hey we go live every Sunday but if you want to catch us on your commute into work on Monday morning we're there for you so uh Let's get into this. Week 14 of the Sharks of the NHL, essentially. Just beyond the halfway point of the season. Since we last spoke with you, the Sharks have gone 2-1-1 one, one versus Detroit, Pittsburgh, Columbus, and Washington in the last 10 games. They are 4-4-2, four, four, six points out of a wild card spot as it stands right now. Oh, okay, we're going to try to rip through these as fast as possible. <laughs> but we're probably going to do a little okay well let's hear here we go uh so new year's eve the sharks play at detroit come out with a one nothing loss uh how you can't score on the worst team in the league you know it's like being in a woman's prison not being able to score with a handful of pardons i don't get it they get off 34 shots on goal three power play chances cannot score uh, a bad turnover from ek65 which will be a theme to this show by the way uh, in the neutral zone, would lead to Detroit's only goal. Even Baker and Hetty were calling him out, so it's not just me, so don't at me about this. Uh, Jones posts a 9.55 after posting a 9.63 in the game prior, so can't blame that one on the goalies. Can't blame a loss on the goalies when you don't score. And speaking of calling out E.K., here's Captain Couture.
2: I mean, defense. we've been better, we've been tighter in the D zone. I still think we've made too many turnovers. I think we've given up uh, yeah. chances off of our, our stick too too often, um, and that's something that needs to to change. I get guys are trying to create.
0: So there you have it. Just a a little bit kind of, uh, shall we say, eyeballing EK65. uh, But it is what it is. We move on after losing to the worst team. And (laughs) boom, at Pittsburgh, the uh, Sharks would spend some time in practice on Wednesday on their power play. Uh, Thursday, Bob Boogner said that the plan before the game was to watch video of the times they have scored with the man advantage. Can't imagine that took very long. Uh, Either way, the power play would save the Sharks in overtime after San Jose coughs up not one but two leads in this and would take home a 3-2 victory in overtime. Uh, then we move on to Columbus, uh, where if uh, you know if you say something wrong, you get a $20,000 fine. So the Columbus Blue Jackets were nice enough to give the Sharks a 3-2 win. Brendan Dillon out here like the human bumper car he is, hitting everything in sight. Uh, Goodrow would open the scoring coming out of the penalty box. LeBanc would get the game winner after putting one off the pipe just a minute before that. Uh, EK65 would deflect the final shot for Columbus, so good on him. But this was also the game where Couture had to bail out a very soft play from EK65, and there you go. Now, Kurz prodded him on a little bit in postgame, but I'm fine with that. And then finally today at Washington, the Sharks piss away a 4-2 lead in 45 seconds. I don't understand. And Evander Hattrick goes to waste (laughs) in the final minute. The Sharks lose in overtime 5-4. Jones, for some reason, felt that 59 minutes was – that's all he could stand to play today, Uh, although there was a point in this game where Eric Carlson went – full-on disconnected controller uh good row if he could clear when it was four to two i think that could have been a difference but today's game as we're recording this later the uh following the washington game is the first time in nhl history a team came back to win a game in which they trailed by multiple goals with one of their opponent's goals being scored on an empty net so hey history made uh (laughs) i don't care uh It was the first empty net goal in a loss in San Jose history. Uh, But I will say, the fun, the best part of this, like if you really want to find something to take from this, Kuznetsov tried to go full-on hurdle between the legs, top shelf, totally whiffs on it. I don't know if he got a bad batch of cocaine, but oh, Kuznetsov, I don't know why you're trying that, dude. But anyway... Uh, so over the four games, uh, Rocket, what do you you know? What do you like and what do you not like, and what what what's what's the problem here?
1: Uh, I don't want to discuss the problem because I don't know what the problem is. I they have the wrong. They're 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 still getting Costco brand fruit snacks instead of going to Whole Foods. I don't know, man. Uh, whatever they're doing, I think that the, the 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 change in the garden coaching staff is chipping away little by little at finding a good working identity for this group instead of trying to pigeonhole this group into a different identity. And for I don't know what they're given, given that half the season is gone, I think that they're making I don't know market progress. I just wish that this team would stop uh, with like uh, it's just the bad habits are still there.
0: hmm And I would see in the chat here. Uh, Sleepy Mofo bringing up what about the no-interference call on Dowd regarding EK-65. There was that. Hey, Evander Kane took an elbow to the grill. No call. But uh, hey, if you want to talk about that, that was on After Dark earlier today. We're talking about the week that was. We'll get there. Jerk, your take from the week.
2: Well, uh, Rocket said that uh, Rocket said that the first half of the season is gone. I hope we find it. Um, but uh, a lot of good happened this week i mean as you said two one and one record which if you extrapolate that over an 82 game season that's a pretty respectable record um of course small sample size but it's a, i'm hoping it's a sign of things to come uh goaltending dialed in defense dialed in for like ninety three and a half percent of the time um so the stupid mistakes that the Sharks were making, it appears as though they've cleaned that up a bit, which um, is obviously fantastic because, as everybody knows, when you let in more goals than you score, you lose. Um, so that was obviously cool to see. Um, I was very pressed on Twitter today uh, following the Capitals game. Um, as you know, Martin Jones, uh, he did lay an egg Um at the end of that game, uh, I, I, I had some words on Twitter. I won't repeat them here. That'll be for Discord. But, uh, yeah, other than that. Um, it, what Were you quoting Eric Carlson by any chance? Uh, no, I was quoting uh, Danny DeVito. Um, um, I was quoting so,
0: Eric Carlson myself. Are you effing kidding me?
2: No, I thought that, too, when he got that cross check right in the lips. That was ridiculous. And, I mean, I guess good on Burns for stepping up for his boy there, but I I don't care if it's a shark on the other team or vice versa. You don't like to see a guy get punched in the back of the head like that. Um, As for the not so good, I mean, and even, I wouldn't even call this bad. I would just call it like not good or kind of okay is the Sharks aren't really scoring a lot of goals right now. Um, And we saw it it put them in a tough spot uh, against the Red Wings. You know, as you said, AJ, you got shut out by the worst team uh, in the league right now and I'm gonna say it the worst team in the salary cap era, which goes back to two thousand five for those who don't know. So yeah, some more goals would be nice. I don't know if you if you maybe put some guys on their off wings to try and drive up some offense, maybe call somebody up from the Barracuda. I don't know what you do. But
1: they need yeah. to chase their rebounds more, I think at what it looks like. I just don't it it seems like they post up somebody in front of the net, but then they end up scrambling so hard for the puck that once the rebound bounces out, there's nobody there to actually shovel it back into the net, and then it gets pushed out.
2: Yeah. That's like, f- I
1: think if the Sharks can up their rebound control, it will help the offensive production.
2: Yeah, 100% I agree with you there. I mean, it's we've seen a lot of one and done, right, uh, especially this season. And the other thing, too, this is kind of a power play thing. I mean, it's, it's hard to complain about the power play. It was, what, two for three against the Capitals? So, I mean. Yeah. yeah kind of hard to complain, but I did notice a couple times, and I've had this conversation with many people on Twitter and and the like, where you know, you've got the extra man on the ice, so if you can't find an opening into the zone, just dump it in and use the extra man to go chase it. And I saw a couple times, I know one in particular, Meyer kind of pulls a move at the blue line, lost the puck, and then Kane got the puck at the blue line, dumped it right into the feet of uh, the Capitals defenseman and it was out of the zone. So it's just... You know, it's simple things like that, and I spoke about it uh, a couple weeks ago where things are too structured and the Sharks kind of need to play a little more a little more willy-nilly where it's like, okay, uh, I'm looking at the ice and that's open. So I'm going to go do that as opposed to being like, okay, we got to get the puck to Carlson and then he's going to pump it back to Couture and he's going to sprint forward and then I'm going to set up here. And it's like too much structure and it's hampering things. Well...
0: Uh, there's a lot to unpack in your comments. <laughs>
2: but, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay.
0: But see, that now I will, to, to get to one of your points, that is something that did drive me a little bit crazy watching Sharks versus Caps. It's a couple times EK just like dumps it in to, rather to get off a change or LeBanc just dumps it in and goes for a change where we've seen guys, whether it's been Sorensen or some of the guys that have been called up for the CUDA, that they will take that opportunity to at least drive it all the way in and hopefully like into a corner where the other four can do a wholesale change and retain possession in the offensive zone. I don't know why the Sharks don't do that. It drives me nuts. But to the numbers, uh, you're saying that the the Sharks aren't scoring goals. They've scored 10 goals in in three games. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Typically, when the Sharks put up three goals – they're winning games like that. Oh, been their...
1: small sample size. Yeah.
2: Well, but that had been. No, you're you're right. That's I mean, ten goal. You said ten goals in four games, right? Or three 10 goals in three games. Yeah, and I mean that. Yeah, you're right. That's not bad. But the way I'm kind of looking at it is like, you know, today. I I don't know. I mean, you, you're not going to score five goals every game, right? But I'm looking at the Columbus goal or game, excuse me. And, and even the Pittsburgh game as well, I think a fourth goal would have been huge there, and I don't think that's necessarily a lot to expect out of this this team either. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: since the calendar has turned to 2020, I mean, all of a sudden, the after going two for 49 on the power play since the middle of November versus Detroit, uh, again, since the calendar has turned, all of a sudden, three for their last seven. So they were actually two for four today, not two for three, but... Uh, The other thing being that, or at least this is trending in the right direction, again, up until today, you had four games that Dell has started, uh, or I should say his last four starts. VGK, 919, LA, 921, Pittsburgh, 947, Columbus, 913. So, I mean... That's, I mean, you average those out. That's, holy crap. That's pretty much, yeah. That You know, <laughs> be in the 920s? Sure, absolutely. I'll take that every single day. Jones and his three starts, 963 versus Philly, 955 versus Detroit. Again, it's Detroit. And mm-hmm. today, uh, you know, I thought Jones looked fine, fine. good enough for mm-hmm. 59 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how, how do you let that go? And the thing that really, uh, I mean, maybe I just didn't see enough of his post game comments, but I just, you know, there's a lot of one word answer, you know, like, uh, I don't know if it was Kurz or somebody who asked him, you know, uh, you know, that last, you know, what, what was going on in that final, you know, period or the final minute of the third, you know? And it's like, you know, just give up too many goals. It sucks. And, then and then like, w- thank
2: you captain obvious
0: yeah but it, and it was also a lot of uh god it just a lot of well we need to be better this and and i'm like when are you going to use the letter i you know mm-hmm. that that, yeah. that was one that was kind of getting to me um but and i don't know that we covered this last week because uh we hadn't finished off 2019 but december wow Uh, You have the 2018-2019 Sharks, uh, I'm sorry, the 2019-2020 Sharks, you uh, have put up the second worst December in franchise history. Good looking at The 92-93 Sharks took two two points out of December. This squad took six points out of December. 91-92, the inaugural team took seven points points out of december <laughs> so oofa. yeah
1: that 92 93 was bad they it, don't it they horrible. hold like it's like 11 that like wins 17 isn't the 17 in a row losses and like the, yep. the most yeah. losses in nhl history and that record will probably never be broken that kind of crap
2: yeah, yeah the wow. record rec- record for uh, most losses in a single season and record mm-hmm. for uh, most consecutive losses yeah okay.
0: good times good times
2: Uh,
1: so
0: So the final thing here for by the numbers as it were the sharks have allowed 56 goals in the last five minutes of periods including overtime this season as the most in the nhl and then again san jose allowed four such goals today all Mm. of those are you kidding me but it is what it is uh last
2: thoughts on the week anybody uh yeah so what I noticed in the Columbus game I mean it, it kind of looked to me like like maybe Eric Carlson thought uh, Gus Nyquist was still on the Sharks. because he he threw him a pretty nice pass at least twice that I saw uh, <laughs> one of <laughs> one of which that Dell bailed, bailed him out for um, you so when I, you I'
0: gonna do that man
2: <laughs> I thought that was kind of fun and and I'm probably Eric Carlson's only fan in San Jose right now, and that's yep. that's fine. That's fine, but uh, the last probably week, it's it, it. I'm just I'm wondering what's going on. You know, the the passes that were really crisp are now a little more lackadaisical, and he doesn't appear to have as much oomph as when he's skating up the ice as he did in November and parts of December, and so maybe I'm, I'm hoping it's just like a weird little kind of mood thing that he'll shake out of it. Um, I, I, I think the sharks are fortunate that uh, Vlasic has played very, very well enough to uh, keep, keep up with some of Carl's mistakes. Um, so hopefully it's, like I said, hopefully it's something that he just sort of works himself out of. And, and, and that's the end of it. Cause if we go back to, you know, October 2019, Eric Carlson. Then the Sharks are going to be in danger. And mm-hmm. and when um, and w- again, I'm going to say it the, until it's
0: not true. When you're the highest paid defenseman in the league, when you have those spurts and those
2: bumps and whatever you want to call it, it's all magnified. Sure. So um, that and when you were talking about the numbers too, I was kind of kind of thinking. I mean, I don't know. This might be a little little out there, but. How do you not, on Tuesday against the St. Louis Blues, how do you not go with Dell? Uh, how do you not go
0: with Dell, like, up until the All-Star game, dude? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no back-to-backs between now and the All-Star game. Just, dude, ride the hot hand. Until Dell, like, goes sub 890, you might as well just ride him until, you know, until it hurts. Uh So, <laughs> all right. That's the week that was in Sharks hockey. We're going to move on to a few other little things here uh couture has been named to the all-star game um because they had to name someone uh (laughs) i mean really is there there anybody on this team right now that you would sit there and go uh you know yeah they they should get a nod to the all-star game
2: Mm, yeah Uh, jesus christ i'd I'd be fine that if you're asking me this if you're asking me this question like a month ago, I'd probably say Eric Carlson, to be honest. But, I mean, the only other guy who I think you can make the case for is Tomasz Hurdle, who, um, you know, as we'll get to, is the last man in for the Sharks. Um, their nominee, I guess, whatever the mm-hmm. vernacular they're using is. Last man in. Yeah. Also, the he doesn't have a. I, I hate to say this because I love Hurdle, but he doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell of making the All Star Game, unfortunately.
0: No, no, no. He has a better chance of being the last man in at a. Never mind. He, I'm going to let that he's, go. He, we were talking about something else before. Yeah, we were talking about something else before we came on the air. uh So let's on to the next, <laughs> on to the next thing uh so around the nhl hey we actually got through the you know the sharks thing in 20 minutes i'm surprised we might actually get on time today we won't have to let our affiliates know we're running along so yeah, I mean, the one, there wasn't
2: any there wasn't anything that stood out to talk about it was very business as usual well eh. that
0: it with the exception of this is the whole okay dude i'm gonna give you 90 seconds why are, why aren't the sharks buying out Jones right now?
2: <laughs> because you can only buy someone out in the off season.
0: Okay then. Thank you. That's oh good. 9 seconds, not 90. That's perfect. So the buyout,
2: the buyout window is the first Saturday after the Stanley Cup final to July 1st.
0: Okay. Thank you. Now somebody who somebody take that as an audio file and just start hitting people on social media with that so they know yeah
2: anybody anybody who denies it just throw that to them
0: there you go so we had the winter classic since it was oh look Jess is here because our hearts are all a flutter uh, winter classic uh, occurred New year's uh, this was this is a good one this is like one of the few outdoor games where it was an actually a good game you could get uh, what was it yeah um, Nashville got a two early two nothing lead, uh, then Dallas comes back scores four unanswered, and this this Winter Classic had everything: pig races, mechanical bulls, a walk of shame, and porn dogs. You know, it's that thing where a camera zooms in on an announcer eating a corn dog so large it should be on Pornhub. Yes, this game had everything, and I do need to tell you you might need to look away for the next five seconds unless you want to be insanely visually disturbed. I warned you. God! I warned you. It was coming.
1: Uh, Why didn't he choke?
0: See, I don't mind that. I would rather see that than hear him talk about anything. That's all well, I'm saying.
2: I, I, just th- I just think that's weird because I didn't know the penguins were playing in this outdoor game. <laughs> okay.
0: So, the obviously, the story of this one is Corey Perry having to do the walk of shame three minutes after throwing a dirty-ass elbow. I, I mean, I just... I do not even get that. Um, and so, since then, he's gotten five games. The funny thing is Brody, Brody Brazil, came out and said he was surprised to see Perry get anything, which I don't get that at all. Uh, I mean, the dude has a little bit of a rep for this. I don't know that he, uh, you know what is it when you do something stupid you're on a list for like 12 months or 18 months or whatever it is double secret probation. yeah i don't know if he was on double secret probation or if he was a repeat offender at this point but i mean dude obviously has a rep but the best part of this the best part is aside from i think like uh Heiskanen and his jersey right now if you go to the nhl auctions this is so fantastic, dude has the most bids right now, currently, as we're recording, $3,000 for a jersey that was worn for one freaking shift. How awesome is that? (laughs) And I got to tell you, I want that jersey so badly.
2: (laughs) Dude, I want that so bad.
1: It's a true collector's item.
2: Oh, it so is. Can I I make a hot take? Absolutely.
1: I wish you would.
2: I don't think that elbow was as bad as everybody says it is.
1: That's why I think Brody said he was surprised that Corey Curry got
2: anything. Like, 100%, it's an elbow to the head. It should be be penalized. And if you're going to give a suspension, maybe one or two games. But he didn't target him. He didn't murder him. You know, he didn't go full chicken wing, like, perpendicular to his head. You know, it looked like a situation where... You know, Perry wasn't really looking at who was in the train tracks and then sort of put his arm up to brace more than anything. Um and, and you kinda of saw that in his post game comments as well where, you know, he said, you know, immediately he said how like how he felt really bad for it and he actually he I don't know if you caught this, AJ, but he texted Ryan Ellis, like after the game, and was like, "I didn't mean to do that." So, <laughs> and, I, I, and Ryan Ellis is like, "New phone, who it is?" <laughs> right, and, and and I I know I know the easy and the fun thing to do is to use Corey Perry as a punching bag, but I I don't think it was as bad as it looked. Well,
0: he's used everybody else as a punching bag at some point or another. So, no, I'm kidding. uh It's you know what though, it, I look at at that hit and I just sit there and go. As a Sharks fan, of course, I sit there and see that hit and I'm going. Hmm, I seem to remember some playoffs recently where, like, Braun took two shots like that, Hurdle took a shot like that, and none of that got any supplemental discipline. In fact, I don't even think those shots were even called in the game, but sure, why not? Anyway, national audience.
1: Playoffs.
0: Yeah, playoffs, but we'll move on. Playoffs. We'll move on. Uh, Well, it was
2: also in the past, so therefore I don't care.
0: Yeah. Next Winter Classic location was announced, though Minnesota. The un- un- yes. yes, I'm assuming the Wild will be somehow involved in this game, but we don't know who <laughs> else is going to be involved yet. Uh, Smart money says St. Louis, uh, the but hockey fans say Winnipeg. Uh,
2: but it, the thing that is standing out the most, though, okay, go ahead. I was just gonna say the the word on the street is it's either St. Louis, Winnipeg, Chicago, or Colorado. Oh,
1: it's um, Chicago. It's Chicago. Yeah,
0: I thought I, I, I mean, thought the announcement is like it's either going to be Winnipeg, Chicago, St. Louis, Chicago, or Chicago.
2: And and I mean they all all four of those teams they make they make a lot of sense and and I I'm curious to know if the NHL is going to look at recent uh, events in determining their um and that's who why they I, choose because
0: that's why I think Colorado doesn't make it.
2: See, and, and that's the other thing, because because Colorado's got an outdoor game this year, I'm inclined to agree with you. They probably don't get that nod. But at the same time, historically, Colorado is the Wild's biggest rival. So it's like, you know, who knows? And uh, obviously, Winnipeg just had the Heritage Classic, but who knows? Um, and St. Louis and Chicago played in the Winter Classic three years ago. So it, it's really anybody's guess. Well, talking about this Winter Classic, we saw a little tweet that's
0: going to press Hockey Jerk. (laughs) 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 So, news regarding the Minnesota Wild Winter Classic jersey, as well as the future third. Very interesting news, yada yada, that will not be the same as the Wild's new third, which will likely be released in two or three seasons, depending on a potential throwback jersey the league is considering for each team in the coming years. And my big question of that is, years? Years? (laughs) <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? Like, is it gonna be something silly? Like, okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, the Pacific Division in twenty one is going to have a new th- whole throwback thing, and then the year after that, now it's the Central Division's turn. Like, what? I I hate ambiguous announcements more than I hate announcements about making announcements. You know what I mean? <laughs> I
2: and- just think it's because the it take like it from an NHL team going to Adidas and saying, we wanted a Jersey to that Jersey being launched. It's like an 18 month process.
0: I know, but Jesus. Okay. Then you know what? I bet you is ready to go are this year's all-star jerseys. We're talking about an event that takes place in less than three weeks. We still haven't seen the goddamn Jersey. How? And, and remember kids. Well, okay. Who, I don't know who it was earlier that mentioned a fanatic fanatics rant. Here it comes. (laughs) <laughs> how do you waste this much revenue? How? How how do you not have this out already? You're in bed with the NHL. You've got all this stuff together. Here's your opportunity to put out the merch. And where are you? You are sitting on your hands and letting money fly out the window. Strike while the... I mean, you could have... Fine. If you don't want to sell this on a national level, fine. How is All-Star merch not all over the St. Louis area right now? I don't get it. It's really Well, stupid.
2: that's... That would probably fall on the NHL, if anything.
0: Well, uh, yeah, but it's probably because Fanatics isn't ready. <laughs> Let's be <laughs> honest.
2: I don't know. all all, yeah. all, I, all I know is I'm not. I'm not going to say that three that three word buzz phrase that all the insiders use. But I'll just say this: I think this time next week we may have already seen them. That's all I'm going to say.
0: I would imagine. I would hope. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, I wonder if they'll even like. I don't know. The way it's going, I swear to God, I'm, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if we see what they look like uh, like as all the players are being introduced. But Just uh,
2: prepare for no color. That's all. I'll leave it at that.
0: Why has it got to be white? Yep. Just saying. Uh, so moving oh, right so along. so they're going
1: to recycle their recycled jerseys?
0: Yes. Upcycle okay. the recycled. Yeah. Got
1: it. Okay. Cool.
0: Um, <clears throat> so the NHL has come out and find <laughs> Columbus Blue Jackets coach John Tortorella, 20 grand for post-game comments he made that were critical of the officials and evidently some idiotic timekeeper. Uh, so, of course, the point here being is, okay, let me get this straight. So the league can come out and apologize for screwing up, but no one's allowed to call them out. Sure. Okay, fine. Um, and evidently it's come out that if the, NH, uh, if the NHL... Has to deal with torts ripping the officials again. It's automatically a twenty-five thousand dollars fine. I mean, we all know if Gallant had complained, the NHL probably would have just given him a twenty thousand dollars bonus, but and a banner, of course. But I just, I, I look. I mean,
1: rent free, AJ. Dude,
2: <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know we were in communist Venezuel- Venezuela. Venezuela.
1: <laughs> Venezuela. What did you say?
2: You know, I. I, I I don't mean to cut you off, but I just think it's BS that you can find somebody for calling out your mistake when it was 100% warranted. Yeah, well, exactly. Mm. And it's like, did the
0: NHL come out and, like, apologize and go, yeah, you know what, the refs did screw up. Like, if you're going to do that, like, come out and say, hey, you know what, we looked at it, yeah, the officials, they messed up, uh, but it's not cool for Tortorella to say that, blah, blah, blah. And my whole thing is, like, well, if if Tortorella doesn't come out and do that, do you guys even admit to screwing up? You know? It's just... I don't know. Just, you know, own it once in a while, guys. I mean, Jesus Christ. And speaking of not owning it or having your act together, uh, Hockey Jerk, can you do me a favor for a hot second and tell me the difference between forwards and backwards?
2: Yeah, so uh, forward... Um, is when you are moving in the direction that uh, you are facing, and backwards is moving in the direction that you are in front of. And,
0: and are you allowed to move backward in this particular
2: instance? No. And and some of you are probably saying, oh, he didn't go backwards, he went sideways slash parallel, but um, I got a secret for you. Sideways is not forward. wow i'm telling you and of course of course it was jonathan marsh so who if you've been on discord you know none of us on this podcast are really a fan of so Mm.
0: yeah just saying it's just funny how certain things just the the coinky dinks are very interesting back to the all-star game for a hot second though uh ovechkin bags out already there's talk that i guess uh, mark andre Fleury has already bagged out correct jerk yes he's being replaced by markstrom? Jacob markstrom yeah markstrom so uh rocket uh the penalty for bagging out of an all-star game what should it be
1: uh they have oh my god they have to sit in a bus there yeah they have to take a greyhound <laughs> bus ride next to Mark jones No, they have to just let me finish here, man. They have to take a a greyhound bus ride from New Orleans. No, I'm sorry, from Longview, Texas, across country to Modesto, California. Jesus Christ! Sitting next to Pierre McGuire
0: with a a foot-long corn dog,
1: (laughs) eating only Taco Bell and Indian food the whole time.
0: Wow! Jesus Christ! (laughs) No, Del Taco. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of this whole, I get why they're doing it, but I think jerk and I talked about this at one point where it's like, you know, it just, just put the all-star game at the end of the season just after the cup is handed out week, two weeks later or no, no, no. What are we talking? We've talked about saying right at the beginning of the season, right? Yeah. When yeah. they
2: did the world cup of hockey
0: exactly do it right at the beginning of the season that way it's actually recognizing guys who had a solid season versus having a good couple of months and then diving off a cliff so either way it's lame but whatevs uh we we're talking about dallas earlier and for those of you who are unaware january 11th he returns the big pavelski and of course uh biz nasty on <laughs> <laughs> the, the Dallas the Dallas Stars recognized uh, Pavelski's thousandth game a couple nights ago, giving him the silver stick and everything. And Biz Nasty said, eh, you know, my heart goes out to all these players in the Dallas Stars locker room. You know, Sharks players need to chip in on whatever the guys are getting them. And Couture, of course, comes right back and says, you know, don't worry, we got him something nice. Rolly, roly, roly. So Evidently, when Pavelski walks into the tank on January 11th, uh, there'll be a Rolex sitting in his locker. I guess I don't know.
2: Yeah, for so for those who don't listen to the Spit and Chicklets podcast, a pretty regular thing is you know anytime a guy's 1,000th game comes up, like maybe like a situation like this where you're playing your 1,000th game and you're a new guy on the team. You know, the gift that you get is paid for by your teammates. Yeah, and so one. And so one of his thing, his shticks is always like, you know, ah, oh, you know, you got to spend hundreds of dollars on this guy you barely know, that kind of thing. Um, um, hundreds. And he always, Well, okay. Oh, if you if you if you're split if you're splitting the ticket between everybody.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, okay. Um, yeah. But. But he and then he also says, which is kind of funny, like if any guys retire at maybe like 900 and something games, he's always like, hey, nice guy. I didn't make his teammates pay for a bunch of crap. Do <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You think
0: Doug Wilson like contributed at all?
2: <laughs> I, he probably did. I on that note, I, I thought it was really cool. The gift that that the Dallas Stars did get him. I mean, oh, what a, golfing like a, trip, a golf trip for four to Scotland. I'm like, that is oh. so Joe Pavelski. That's dude, cool.
0: Does it, dude, Does he take his family, or does he take like two stars and a shark?
2: <laughs> he's taking probably. He's probably going to take like Tyler Sagan and Steph Curry, and oh, him and Steph Curry are boys. No, I, I hear you, but... I don't know who the fourth might be. I don't John Scott for dude. the for the jokes. <laughs> Doug Wilson for a caddy. <laughs> <laughs> so in your third year, you'll get bought out, and you'll come back here and sign, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Be, be the other Marlowe. Um so finally for around the NHL, uh, Olympics and world cup. We keep on hearing them talk about this, uh, jerk to 90 seconds. Go.
2: <laughs> so, uh, the NHL didn't want to send their players to the Olympics in 2018 in South Korea, uh, because as they say, you know, the, the IOC and the IIHF didn't want to pay insurance or, um, you know, hospitality or anything, but I think the NHL just thinks South Korea is scary. And so now there's all this talk is like I'm w i am i was waiting for twenty twenty two where the NHL's like, well we want to go to China because we're doing things there. Um we want to see how fanatics jerseys are made in person. <laughs> 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 um F you that was good. So No, that was good. Uh so obviously the chances of NHL players going to the Olympics it looks bleak once again, um, and also the planned World Cup of Hockey for 2021 f- fell through the cracks. So I uh, believe the early they're aiming for a 2024 and 2026 World Cup of Hockey, which will be fun. But also there there are some little nuggets out there that are saying the uh, the 2021 All Star Game, which if you follow my Twitter, I've speculated it will be in Vegas, uh, is going to be a mini three on three tournament World Cup as opposed to the the NHL divisions. So I think in terms of keeping things spicy, keeping it interesting, I think that's the right play. Rock, what do you, I mean, what's
0: your take on this? I mean are you, I'm not a huge fan of shutting the league down for two weeks, three weeks to play the Olympics, but what's your take on this?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I think if if players are given the opportunity to play for their countries, you know, and kind of take a break for, I don't know, get their their head out of what's going on in their own neighborhood and kind of just go take a a mental vacation but still get to play the sport, I think it's good for them. Um, It's, oh, God, in the zoo, they would call it enrichment. So... (laughs) I mean, these are these are athletes, right? They're just being paid to play a game. Who gives a shit? You know, it's like it's about keeping them happy, cause like the happier they are, the better they play, the better the on-ice product is. Like, let them go to the damn Olympics. Let them go be happy for a hot second. Let them bring all that crap that they learned back and you know spread yeah. herpes to a different part of the world. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, dude, Vlasic, I know it's pressed on this, but this comment has yeah. got, got nothing to do with the host with the hosting country. It's all about potential injuries and in NHL revenue, which
2: I have heard the NHL say I to it a it. certain extent. Well, and, and that is true because if you, if you recall back to the 2014 Olympics, John Tavares broke his leg playing for team Canada and the Islanders had to foot that bill. And so, so you yeah. Can understand and so it. that, that's the, on the surface, uh, reason obviously. And, and a hundred percent a valid reason. Um, The NHL's never going to come out and say that they're scared of South Korea. Especially, you got to think, South Korea, 2018, is that ringing any bells there? Certain uh, projectiles? Let it go. go. Just saying? (laughs) Missiles? Um,
0: You're talking about a certain song by Elton John? Is that what you're trying to allude to?
2: Well, what I'm saying is... You know, know, obviously very contentious over there at the time. And so even if they're not going to come out and say it, I doubt it's not in their minds yeah
0: all right well let's finish this up kids uh get on to the hot takery bakery uh earlier we just raped your eyeballs showing you pierre mcguire filleting a corn dog on national tv um i'm just huh. gonna ask people are doc emmerich and pierre mcguire like the most overrated announcers ever i just i just feel like they are all the i just get tired of hearing all the phony screaming and silly silly commentary during the classic i don't understand what people see in these guys. Give me Jim Houston any day. Thank God Randy Hahn has never gone national just because we get to hear him every game, but how, how much better would Randy Hahn be over Doc Emmerich? I'm just saying.
2: 100%. And I, I don't think Doc and Pierre, I don't think they're overrated because I have them rated really low. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they're vested to that old boy network that seems to be showing itself the door left, right, and center. So it's only a matter of time before they're like, okay, we're done here. Let's go boosh. Yeah, yeah.
0: And and who knows? Uh, boy, he, I don't know. I just see all that stuff and I'm like, really? Ronix? the one you suspended? <laughs> we can't get these guys out the door for a hot minute. But anyway, I'm all good. Uh, finally, I, I can't pronounce this guy's name. What's his name? Bo- Bo- Which one? Bouvier. Oh, uh,
2: Anthony Beauvillier.
0: Beauvillier. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Beauvillier just, lo and behold, decides to say, hi, Anna Kendrick. And then your shot. hilarity <laughs> ensued, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not aware of this, this story is one of the best of the season. This, this guy has to go down his top ten moments of the season this year. Dude hits up Anna Kendrick <laughs> and then what what were some of the responses on this it was like you know, oh, everybody was were... <laughs> building dude up man it was like you know uh, dude uh Anthony's amazing uh, guy it. dude gave me both his kidneys yeah I got uh, it right
2: here uh one guy uh, I'll just read him quick thanks for performing open heart surgery on me man I appreciate it thanks for letting me borrow your Lambo the other day hey dude <laughs> thanks for donating your kidney uh, where are we at here? Uh, remember when you saved me from a building, burning building and then cooked me dinner? Great day. Uh, <laughs> thank you for saving that animal shelter. Um, <laughs> uh, waited far five years for a donor until this guy gave me his kidney. Uh, <laughs> saved me from a baby dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> just everybody just, just gassing this guy up. <laughs> oh, and then I, I, I uh,
0: from what I understand, she responded uh yeah how can you not but oh man i want to i i want to hear about these guys in like three years like we need to check up on these two in about three years just to see what happens like do we end up with the mike fisher carrie fisher thing or do we end up with like a sean avery elijah Cuthbert kind of thing <laughs> could, <laughs> could go several different ways uh but uh, just to let you know go check that out great story and as we wind this down, it wouldn't be a Pucknologist podcast without another week of fanatics screwing up somebody's jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple weeks ago, if you remember, we had the, what was it? Not the Sissons jersey, but the the Snossis jersey. So they obviously put on the letters backwards.
1: Upside down. Or
0: upside down. And then today they put on the numbers. I mean, how? Come on. Like I, I, I get it. I can almost understand the nameplate. I can almost nah, understand I, that it's because
1: because whoever is doing the numbers, like they don't they don't read English. <laughs> that's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> because so they're it's in really, China.
1: Re- no, they're probably in they're usually in Indonesia. Like okay, they're... that's
0: fine. But the thing is, math numbers are universal. They're the same in every
1: country. <laughs> I just
0: don't understand how you get that
1: wrong, man because you don't need to be literate in order to work in a sweatshop aj oh, oh man
2: that's uh, just great <laughs> i i i can understand like maybe if you put the wrong number like yes. one but to put like like you said aj numbers are universal like i could be from like santo domingo and i could see 0 through 9 and i'm like oh yeah that? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in the Caribbean. Uh, and you know, I could see what, zero through nine and be like, oh yeah, those are those are numbers. <laughs> but they're but, like nobody looked at that and was like, huh, is this guy what number is Arvidson again? Is it double E? Eh, whatever. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, and Santo <laughs> Santo Domingo is in the Dominican Republic. Thank you, <laughs> for, Thank you for clearing that up. There
0: were so many people <laughs> wondering about that.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Oh that's a good one. All right. Well, hell. Holy crap, dude. We literally put t- we we it's the dream. Tight forty-five, bro. A tight forty-five. We've done it.
2: I, I, I like to thank uh Rocket for that. I think Rocket keeps us sharp and keeps us on track. So glad you're back. We missed you last week. Um
1: missed you guys too.
0: Yes, a tight forty-five is the dream. And so you can expect a two-hour show next week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, hold on. What do we got coming up? All right, so the next time you see you, we will be talking about uh, playing a game against the current cup champions in St. Louis, then Columbus, and then, of course, maybe we will run a little bit long just because it is the return of Pavelski, And that on, the, is... game, the
2: game before that is the return of Gus Nyquist.
0: Oh, that's right. So multiple banners going up next week at the tank, and uh, we will be getting a... Uh, oh, what's the Shisey? What is open water? We have the open water Susey <laughs> to make fun of. <laughs> Will it be as exciting as the Shark freak one?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I sure, yeah you know, I sure wish they'd have a shark's coffee cart, Shisey. Yeah, I, th-
2: <laughs>
0: I think they're working on it.
2: Um, Could you ima- Oh, that would be cool. Just imagine a coffee a coffee mug with coffee in it and there's a shark fin coming out of the coffee. Oh see? puck guy. mock that up (laughs) let's let's get our intern steven
0: (laughs) go get the coffee karen (laughs) Uh, so uh with that oh uh one final thing a little piece a little nugget of information if you will Uh, just passing this along there will be something on uh our website soon enough and let's be honest there'll probably be three other podcasts that listen to this and then put it along as if they heard about it, so Uh, (laughs) it happens, it's fine, we're here for, you know, everybody, Uh, the Solar for America Pro Shop, Pro Shop at Solar for America Ice, Uh, if you haven't been, I suggest you go, especially if you like the old Sharks logo, because they just happen to have some merch that coincided with some event, some kids event or something where they actually use the old logo but they had a ton of merch and it looks insanely awesome and in fact uh you know this is going to suck for the people that are audio only but excuse me while i whip this out just to give you a little taste look at this here oh doesn't that nice. look good it looks exquisite Oh, it's so good. So
2: and it's good. Adidas, too.
0: Exactly. No, none of the stuff made with the old logo has a Fanatics logo on it. That's what makes it even better. But if, if you're interested in that, go <laughs> hit up the uh, Solar for America Ice. Uh, they're not going to have this at the tank, so you got to go there. And the even better part, and this is kind of a, the big announcement, but we'll be talking about it a little bit later. A new website is coming, I'm told, by the end of the month. And you will be able to finally go online and order product. Okay, we're talking custom jerseys. Whether you want those horrific Fanatics ones, like sewn correctly, or if you want pro Adidas ones, if you want personalized ones with your own name and number, they'll be able to do that. And besides jerseys, they'll also be able to, you can get one of these shirts if they still have any or whatever stuff they still have in stock, but all of that is going to be online. So finally, people outside of the Bay Area will have a solid place to go to to get some quality stuff and doesn't have a goddamn Fanatics logo on it. So nice. look forward to that, guys. And as soon as that site launches, we'll be letting you know. So as we always say, follow us on the social media channels, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, Discord, MySpace, blah, 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 all those things, uh, Prodigy, <laughs> IRC, <laughs> <laughs> Pornhub, <laughs> whatever. Uh, LimeWare. LimeWare, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Napster. We're on all of it. <laughs> um, so, am uh,
1: lurking on the Pirate Bay.
0: Oh, yes, Pirate Flag. Rocket Backhand, where can the people find you on the social media?
1: man you can't find me nowhere what up i'm a i'm a, a, a social media ninja i strike hard fast and then i disappear back into the shadows no i'm kidding if you want you can find me i'm pretty easy to find uh i don't always speak like Berry, but when i do i sound like this <laughs> my name is rocket back and you can hang me uh you can find me hanging out on twitter uh, complaining about sharks and stuff it's uh, R backhander 76 it's capital r capital b little backhander 76 or you can check out my photographs lately they've been uh of my dad's dog lucy because she's just so damn adorable uh, yeah it's a uh, lots of photographs instagram rocket backhander one word
0: watch out for glitter clump it's a thing i've seen it happen hockey jerk
2: I'm just laughing cuz Rocket was like my name is Rocket Backhander and you can hang me. I mean, you can find me hanging out. I thought that was funny. Uh so uh Sharks lost one today against the Capitals, uh but overall <laughs> the last the last week they've played well enough to to win most of their games and I'm I'm hoping it's a sign of things to come. So so we'll see big big match on on Tuesday against the St. Louis Blues obviously for multiple reasons. Um just keep it rolling, you know, as Joe Thornton says. A uh, couple shout-outs here real quick. Shout-out to Rocket Backhander for buying me a letter opener for Christmas because I'm troubled when it comes to opening envelopes. Oh so shout-out there. Save it not for anymore, Discord.
1: you're not. Discord.
2: Yes, Save sir. it for Discord. <laughs> and uh, shout-out to uh, my imaginary intern, Steven. He keeps things at Teal Town USA very tightened up. Uh, and Coca-Cola, give me a DM. No free Hockey on Hockey jerk on Twitter. No free ads.
0: No free ads uh I'm AJ underscore strolling on all the social media blah 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 do us a favor and check us out after dark following the game between the sharks and St. Louis right now it's tentative we're working on some scheduling things but uh, we are hopeful to be joined by our friends from the Let's Go Blues radio podcast um last time we had them on it was uh very fun the the guys over there uh they, they take it light. There, there's no real trolling without a lot of smiles behind it. So they're uh, good guys over there. Uh, Lord knows I'd like to get some free beer coming from them, although I've had beer made in St. Louis, and I can't say I was a real big fan of it, but I digress. Uh, so, again, follow us on all the social media, blah, blah, blah. We'll be on Discord shortly. And that's it, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming in and checking out episode 87 of the Knowledges here on Teal Town USA. And with that, enjoy yourself. We'll see you next week for show 88. So keep it real. Keep it teal and real teal. It's all good. Good night, everyone. Have a great week.